I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. Accepted the, the podcast. podcast, and I'm not Theo. No, I'm not Juliet. And we just recorded the last episode yesterday on our time in our time, but you guys will be hearing this the week after Christmas. So I hope you had a great Christmas. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Christmas. Yeah. I'm sure that we both had the best Christmas of our lives. For those of you who celebrate, because it occurred to me yesterday, we were both like, "Oh, Merry Christmas, Christmas Merry Christmas, Christmas, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. yeah." <laughs> It's uh, not Christmas for everybody on the planet, so, you know. It's only secular Christmas for me, too. But So, happy holidays to everyone who does not celebrate Christmas. Hope you had a well, holiday. Well, New Year's is coming, and we all celebrate a strong word, but we all experience it, I think, is probably a fair way to phrase that, because you got to write a different number on your checks. That's true. So, if happy you're New writing Year. checks. Did you know that um, when you write a check, if you write a check at a grocery store, they automatically know it's going to bounce because nobody uses checks anymore? Are you kidding me? No, really? yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. No, I saw that I don't on use TikTok. Well, exactly. Oh, <laughs> of course, on TikTok they know. <laughs> yeah, he's correct at TikTok. So they just they're just like, oh yeah, thanks for the check that's going to bounce. Right. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, even though it's been what ten hours, what's shaking bacon? Oh, well, I'm getting sick, I think. I um, Sorry for the clicky-clicky. That's my dog, if you hear it in the background walking around. I didn't put her away because I thought she would be chilling in the living room by the fireplace, but she's chilling here trying to get me to pay attention to her because I'm talking. Stop, 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 but, um, stop. You have yeah, a fireplace? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It works? Too. Yeah, gas fireplaces. With, uh, uh, really? Not, not wood fireplaces, gas fireplaces. Yeah. So you have a gas fireplace? Yes. Wow. I have two guest fireplaces, one in the living room and one in the dining room. You are so amazing. I love <laughs> You have a fireplace, too. We do, but we're renting and we don't own, because we're renting, we don't own that fireplace. <laughs> and so well, there's I'm sure a, when you move to Palm Springs, you can get a fireplace if you I'm want demanding one. one now. Like, that yeah. is non-negotiable. But Well, it's the only heat we have, so it's not very effective, and it's a little bit expensive. So Holy uh, fuck! Uh, well, it doesn't get cold here. So, I mean, really, it's 50 now, and that's, like, freezing. We're all, like, walking around with uh, all of our 20 layers of clothing on, complaining about dying. But oh, um, it so, doesn't really get that cold. Speaking of complaining about dying, please go on. You are sick. I'm sick. I've got a sore throat, and my oh. tongue hurts. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know, right? It's it's like I burned it or something, but um, I don't know what the hell's going on. I called Teladoc this morning, and they were like, well, you should probably go to urgent care. <laughs> It's like, thanks a lot, Teladoc. I spent $45 for that advice. Your tongue hurts like when when you press it against the roof of your mouth or it hurt, just hurts yeah. in general? No, the surface of the tongue feels sort of like I burned it. I can't even imagine what that could be other than like a really poisonous bacteria that you've ingested <laughs> yeah, somehow. Kill me, yeah. kill me momentarily. So or take over your body off, and start doing this dead. podcast with me. 
well, maybe it'll be funnier than me. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm hoping I'm not getting sick and that it's just some weird, like, allergy reaction because I made this chili with a different spice than I usually use. Oh. Maybe it's the spice. Yeah. But I don't feel like, I mean, it wasn't that hot at all. So, I don't know. Maybe it's an allergy. It's still, yeah, it could it could be some kind of a weird allergy or whatever that spice was. It maybe yeah. like, ripped off a layer of a layer um, of skin. skin off of your tongue? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. We'll see. Wait. But I'm going to Joshua Tree tomorrow, as you know, for 10 days. So hopefully I am better by then, because the last thing I want to do is drive for like eight oh, hours, feeling I'm, like shit. Okay. So right now, make sure you yeah. get to an urgent care today and just get looked at, because uh, Joshua Tree is beautiful. I don't think there's a lot of urgent care centers. There's three. Oh, all right, well, then I you're fine. Yeah, totally. I think I'm totally fine. So I could prepared. always go to Palm Springs. It's not that far away. So. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it will be to. over the holiday season, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of, like, oh, there's Six COVID, and it's COVID. Christmas, and the line's 15 hours long, and nobody can help you. And, yeah, I'm in a really positive yeah. place today, so lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just hoping that I'll get better, and I won't have <laughs> on that note <laughs> uh, drama drama seeker <laughs> so what's shaking bacon with you well wow let's see yesterday we went to costco and i'm embarrassed <laughs> to tell this story i know right tell me all about it i'm gonna I love to hear the christmas shopping the stories only thing that happened um, <laughs> that and like a million boxes got delivered and i actually oh, wow. had so much free time yesterday i broke the boxes down and put them in the recycle bin instead of just Throwing the boxes to get you know all in one piece into the recycle bin because I'm lazy. So we went to Costco. We bought a bunch of stuff, getting ready for the holidays. Cool. And then um, we bought some dog treats, and I gave one of the treats to our dog because that's what you do with a dog treat. And yeah. he was not interested in the treat. Now Aww. the treat was usually ten ninety nine, but it was on sale for five ninety nine at Costco, right? And God damn, what was it? I don't know, some kind of a beef thing, but not raw, okay. like, you know, whatever. It's like beef jerky thing. But, right. um, you know, he wasn't, he just wasn't into it. And huh. I looked at James and I said, he doesn't like it. That's from Costco. As if, <laughs> as if Costco was the epitome <laughs> of great tasting anything, right? So when we first moved here, I hated Costco because it I was like... Costco. American capitalism and everything that, you know, air quotes around everything that's wrong with this country. But if you're lefty yeah. liberal like me, it's like, you know, aha, uh -huh, you have to belong to a membership. You have to pay to shop to in our store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, already problems, but uh, cool, whatever. We pay money to shop there. And over the years, I've I've grown to admit, confess, recognize that this isn't a commercial. That yeah, Costco's got some pretty okay stuff. Like you yeah, know, they do. whatever. Their wine is pretty good, and their their um, well, wine's good everywhere. Good. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah. So anyway, so once once I said, "Well, that's from Costco," I was horrified, and my hand flew up and covered my mouth as <laughs> if I had said something really foul. Um, <laughs> and so I'm sorry for that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, in th theory, it's not even in theory. That is the only thing that really happened since last we spoke. Um, I told you about James having a, a car wreck and yeah. how I need to make that a who's sorry now. But um, so for the listening audience, um, 
James is British and has lived in the States for about 20 years now. And every now and then something will come up where I'm reminded that he's actually really from another country. Mm -hmm. So he pretty much gets the beaten flow of American culture. When he first got here, um, he would tell the uh, one of the girls on his team that her breasts look real perky that day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you I, me? No, I'm not. And uh, and he did it once in front of me. And, you know, we were out and it was off hours and all that. And he, yeah. whatever it was, he was like, you know, oh, the girls look really <laughs> perky or whatever. And I was like, you, what? Uh, 2003, everybody. So apologies, right? And I was like, you can't say that. You can't say things like that. Well, why not? I'm just having fun. She knows I'm gay. She knows that there's there's nothing sexual about it. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're her boss. And that's not oh cool. God. Yeah. I can't believe he got fired and didn't get fired. No. Go to jail well, for that. 2003, he got promoted. Um, <laughs> it's all right. He was promoted by a man. Um, naturally. So, naturally, of course. Um, so, okay, whatever. So he's learned the culture, right? He, yeah. Okay. Now, he's gotten the culture down. And um, the other day he came home. Well, he, he called me, right? And uh -huh. he was in a panic and he was like, I've just been in a crash. I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, well, you were talking to the expert because I have been rear-ended in Austin nine times. Holy shit. Nine fucking times. Jesus Christ. And and, and I'm holding my hand up, right? Because One. I take exception to this. Okay. But the, the, this is just stop the universe. This is my <laughs> okay. press, the, press the elevator button and nobody press pressed it after me. I've pressed it. Button. Exactly. So I have been rear-ended nine times in Austin at stop signs, in in standstill traffic, wow. at red lights that are still wow. red when wow. I'm hit, Jeez. right? Um, and that's pretty much been it. And so cool. And sometimes, I mean, you know, like three of them, it was there wasn't even any damage, or the car was like so old, yeah. it didn't really matter if it was like oh, it's a little tiny dent, like, whatever. Who cares? Um, and then one of them totaled my car. That was at a stop right. sign, and he totaled my Jeez. car. And by the way, wow. my car was not horribly old and rusted. But uh, notice how James' accident is all about me um, <laughs> and all the accidents I've had, of course. which are super interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and so my friends will say, this is why the finger went up, and I was going to press the stop button for the world, will say, mm -hmm. what kind of driver are you? And it's like, I'm the kind of driver that knows what a stop sign and a red light right. looks like. Right. And I know what you're supposed to do at them. And that is stop. Yeah. Being rear-ended is usually not your fault. Well, it's never your... Well, okay, yeah, it's never your fault, I'm going to say. It's never my sure. fault, right? Sure, sure. Um, and now, I don't want to talk more about traffic accidents because I don't want to bring that karma my way. Ha, yeah. car, karma. Huh? Get I didn't do that on purpose <laughs> either. I'm just naturally witty. Um, it's so... Well, you know, he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I was like, well, all right, you go and get out your phone and just kind of film the scene. Why do I want to film the scene? You just take some pictures, get some get some evidence of the car mm -hmm. that hits you in case later they say they weren't there. You right. Know, my first thing wasn't, are you okay? Because <laughs> you're not going to call me if you need medical attention. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be calling me saying, what do I do next if you're dying? My leg came off. <laughs> right, What do exactly. I do? Right. Exactly. So cool. Also, I'm not very caring sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I just fall into my, my Vulcan mode, right? Where it's do, just yeah. like, this is the logical process of how things go. 
We only need to worry with the process. There are no such things as feelings. So cool. <laughs> um, so, you know, I was like exchange info with the driver, photo, photocopy. No, not photocopy. Get a photograph of his driver's license, his car insurance. Give him yours. Mm -hmm. Right. Cool. So then he came home and he told me all about how he almost died. And I was like, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for dinner tonight, we're going to blah, 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 blah. And he was like, no, I'm really upset. It was really scary. And I was like, well, I'm sure it was really scary in the moment. He was like, yeah. no, the, the guy backed up and didn't see me behind him. Now, right. I knew he'd been hit by a truck. Right. But he didn't tell me it was an 18-wheeler. Right. And so I feel like, in my defense, that's a crucial piece of information that should yeah. have led the story. That's pretty critical. You don't know how to create drama, James. It's like, I was hit <laughs> by an 18-wheeler is how yeah, you start. Like, everybody drops everything. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> right. How are you yeah. talking? <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, uh, then when I found out that piece of info, I I had to fake some some feelings, you know, because it's like, all right, well, that was a whole day ago and you're kind of fine. And, and so, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. But yeah. So um, so that's the other one, shake and bacon. Um, and then I'll say that's kind of it. Yeah. I had to cough up something that um, happened like three or four days ago. That's not bad, though. You did pretty good. I give you an A-plus for your shake and bacon. I will take... Hey, look at you handed out grades. That's right. I'm going to be grading everything you do today. Ah, well, uh-oh. <laughs> this is getting to be kind of who's hot for teacher. And <laughs> so speaking of teachers... Yeah. Our podcast episode topic today is, um, you may remember a few days ago, actually it was last Saturday, so it was just over a week ago... Um, <clears throat> December 11th, a group of South Dakota teachers scrambled for cash between periods of a minor league hockey game to help raise money for their classrooms. This blew up on, I don't know, I saw it on TikTok, but I think it was on Twitter and YouTube as well. And Oh, yeah, wherever. it was all over Twitter. Um, it was everywhere. It, just, it looked ridiculous. So these teachers were, 10 teachers competed for $5,000 in what's, what was called a dash for cash on Saturday in a promotion put on by the Sioux Falls Stampede Hockey Club and CU Mortgage Direct, who's a local lender. Teachers in South Dakota are among the lowest paid in the nation. Um, they get about $50,000, less than $50,000 a year. Uh, and nationwide, the average public school teacher salary for the 2019 to 2020 school year was about $63,000, according to data from the Department of Education. In her recent budget address, the governor of the state where this happened, South Dakota, um, Christy Nome, who we all hate, proposed a 6% raise for educators in the state, which is a good thing. I think, I think we hate her. Isn't she one of the ones we hate? Oh, yeah. She wants to turn Mount Rushmore into Trump's personal, oh, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so and then her, her daughter, uh, whatever, with that real estate appraisal license where um, her daughter took the appraisal test. Um, her daughter's yeah. a practicing real estate agent or a licensed uh -huh. real estate agent. She wanted her appraisal license and uh, didn't pass the test. And then there was a meeting at the governor's mansion with the people that run that board. Oh, and then right. her daughter got her license. Oh, but it's all okay because really it was a legitimate legal thing that happened. And anybody that is trying to get their appraisal license has the Can same opportunity that. to meet with, you're right, exactly, in their home. The whole board will come to your home. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I we hate her. More now. Yeah, she's she's pretty bad. But, I mean, yay for wanting to give teachers a raise. Good, good for yeah. you. 
Yeah, I mean, so she wants to give them a 6% raise, um, and uh, the first step forward would be approving the governor's proposal during the upcoming legislative session. But unfortunately, inflation is currently at 6.8% in the U.S., so yeah. her proposed um, raise is not quite at inflation. But um, South Dakota State Representative Aaron Healy of Sioux Falls says, I think if we can consistently give an increase to education over the next few years, especially if it's above the rate of inflation, we could be in a better position. But that's going to take a lot of effort when we go to Pierre in January. Pierre, of course, being the capital of South Dakota. Um, so back to the event that happened, the videos on Twitter and YouTube and TikTok and wherever else people go these days that I don't even know about yet, showed teachers on their hands and knees on a rug or blanket, but I think it was a, I think someone said it was a shag rug. Um, I thought it was on the ice, but they might've put the the ice on a blanket on the ice. Yeah. 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 So they were in the center of the rink, like rink. That's how you say that word. Yes. Yes, It sounded so weird when I said it. (laughs) So like Roman gladiators, except... Not rubber gladiators. Yeah, <laughs> on their hands and knees, grabbing at these dollar bills and shoving them into their clothes like some sort of low rent strippers. <laughs> <laughs> I think they give strippers more than dollar bills. Oh my bills, god! You have just created a new Olympic uh, uh, sport game. Sport. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> strippers on ice. That <laughs> is a million dollar idea. I think it might be, but maybe not so much the grabbing for dollar bills as the actual stripping. <laughs> <laughs> stripping while ice skating. See, here's the thing. And and I What's recognize that like that the event was not intentionally set up to humiliate teachers. But like yes. look how much fun we're having with the idea already. I know, right? Right. You think when they had that idea in the marketing room or wherever, right? Who whose ever bright idea it was, people around them just didn't start laughing? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine who came up with this idea. They they can't possibly have vetted it with anybody. That's all I'm thinking because it was, I mean, this was the entertainment between periods at the hockey game and it was just like nothing else was happening. This is like instead of a halftime game or halftime thing, what what do you call well, those things? Oh, uh, you're asking the wrong person there. <laughs> what do you call the break in a sports thing? Instead of that kind Who of entertainment, fucking cares? you've got people breathing space, groveling um, for money. Well, I mean, I. So, like, I get it in that, hey, we're going to have this sporting event and then we want to do something good for the community because I can say this about about sports, right? Because I I had a job where I did have to attend sport games, sport games, sport games. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you call them. (laughs) But like, um, you know, I'd take clients out. And it was nice. We, I'm getting a little bit of a brag here. Uh, uh-huh. The company I worked for had a private box, oh, right? That's nice, yeah. And so there was food, and it was catered. So it didn't hurt for me to yeah. go there. I didn't mind it, right? Yeah. And yeah. And sometimes the clients were really into it. But that's so cool. there's different degrees of being into sports, and then there's different degrees of how those sports are appreciate their fans, right? Yeah. And so like. Basketball, big sport. Everybody loves yeah. basketball, right? Yeah. And basketball, they don't give a fuck because yeah. everybody loves them, right? Yeah. Baseball, a mm, little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more of a return from the team towards the community, right? Because you know everybody's supposed to love baseball, but I don't think everybody does. And right. then you know football, people are just like violently passionate about, and football doesn't give a fuck. Hockey, hockey. 
and, and women's hockey or women's yeah. basketball, I will say, right? Yeah. Those two things are the most underattended sports that I've been to. Yeah. Um, so, of course, this is all very factual based, right? This yes, is my own experience and then my interpretation of it. Um, it but I will see sport uh, hockey teams. I will see billboards. I will see them sponsoring road cleanups, right? Um, and the billboards that I see are things like children's charity events. So uh -huh. I get that the ice hockey team feels really connected to its fans because they probably I have see. about five people show up. I see. So they, they know <laughs> these people by Especially name. Especially minor league hockey. Yeah. Oh, my God. They, you know, they're they're handing out free tickets. I didn't even know tickets. there was minor league hockey. Of course there is, but I didn't ever think about it. I, I mean... Again, not, I I shouldn't even be talking about sports at all. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us should be talking about sports. But so I so. can see where the the idea was. God, we really love our community, and who in our community could we help the most? Teachers. Let's get them some money. Yeah, yeah, let's get them some money. So the you know the intention was good, and I can even see like you're so into hockey that like let's get teachers on ice. Well, the teachers might get hurt playing hockey. Oh, yeah, that's true. They might get hurt we'll playing hockey. We'll put a and rug in the ice. Give them helmets. <laughs> we'll put a rug on the ice and give them helmets. A nice soft and rug that will <laughs> keep them from being cold. So, so Aaron Neely of Sioux Falls, who I uh, mentioned before is a South Dakota state representative, said that um, the event showed a broken system and an education funding problem. She said, I know this was a private organization donating money to teachers. I think it was a well-intentioned event, but teachers should never have to grovel for money that's needed for classroom improvements. The event, of course, drew widespread criticism after the videos went viral online. People said it was demeaning, which I think it kind of was. Um, the hockey club said it got more than 30 applications for the event. I can't believe they got only 30 applications. Um, well, but I mean, here's the thing. Selected. Not everybody wants to grovel for money. Well, no, I, but I mean, I probably would. If, if I were a teacher and they were going to give me $500 and that would be $500 I wouldn't have to spend of my own money, which is very, very uh, limited on my students, I probably would go out on the ice and grovel for money. I mean, I think I would too, maybe, but you maybe you'd have to be a hockey fan to know about the event. That, that I think so, is probably right, key. Yeah. yeah. So you, how, how does anybody know if they don't follow minor league hockey. I right, guess. exactly. So they select 10 out of the 30 applicants um, who received over a combined $5,000 and a minimum of $500 each, and they introduced each teacher prior to the event highlighting their school and what the funds would be used for. The teachers were hoping to use the money to buy things like flexible seating, like standing desks or computers or sports equipment. So I mentioned that um, teachers regularly spend out-of-pocket money on, on their classrooms, and a recent survey from adoptaclassroom.org found that teachers spend an average of $750 a year of their own money on necessary school supplies, and 30% of the over 5,000 teachers surveyed said they spend $1,000 or more on supplies. That's a lot of money when you make $50,000 a year. It's a lot of money, and also there's an organization that's called Adopt a Classroom, Yes. And we're the sad? richest nation in the world. It's Isn't beyond that sad? sad. That is it's the worst. I have to go there and give them some money for Christmas now. But, um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's terrible. And the, the Sioux Falls Education Association said the Sioux Falls School District should join the national outrage over the lengths our committed educators will go in order to adequately supply their classrooms. While this event was a well-intentioned gesture from our community, 
It really highlights the meager funding structure our teachers must work through to provide a high-quality education to our students. I mean, I'm going to say, if the teachers have to put $750 of their own money towards the kids' education, they're probably not getting a high-quality education. But anyway, the events like this show that our educational system is broken, not only in the Sioux Falls region, but across the state, and I would say across the country. Uh, it's time for us to realign our priorities by focusing on putting the money back into our students' education. No educator should have to crawl on their hands and knees to supply proper educational tools for our students. I agree. Amen, Sioux Falls Education Association. I agree completely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what can you say after that? Yeah, right? Nothing. Um, but go to adoptaclassroom.org, and I'm just looking at the website right now, and there's all kinds of ways you can give to um, teachers and all kinds of fun stuff. So let me take a quick look here. Nice pictures of kids in classrooms. I can't make the image bigger, so I'm not going to tell you any more about it, but it looks great. Go there. Adoptaclassroom.org. Okay, cool. That'll be our, that'll be our 2022. Look at us in yeah. a new year already. Yeah. Um, what do we call that? Our charity? Okay, cool. We'll yeah. put it up on our website, or you'll put it up on our website. I'll put it up on our website. <laughs> and I will. I will do that. I'm going uh, to do that. It will happen. Of course you will. I will. <laughs> we'll have a link to we it and everything. We always do what we say we'll do. It's never not do the things we say we're going to do. Absolutely. Yeah, always. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's horrifying. In, in preparation for this, now I'm kind of embarrassed. Um I sent a text to uh, one of my friends and said, hey, we're doing this thing on teachers, and I'm just kind of curious because I'm looking for personal relevant information. Like, what's the most money you've ever spent of your own to do a class activity, right? Uh-huh. And, um, and, I, you know, and I said, listen, you know, we have an international podcast. And so, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to tell me, that's cool, or we'll keep it anonymous, of course. And I didn't hear back. And oh. I, you know, I knew I probably wasn't going to hear back because uh, they it, might not know. Well, it would take, I, I don't know. I would say it would take a, like a really angry person to be, I spent $1,500 four years ago on the blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I'm making shit up here now. Uh, but I think that the personality of a person who's drawn into teaching Mm-hmm. is somebody who would give of their own money yes. to to help children. Yes. Right? Um, and that's what our stupid country is relying on. I, it's like, this is an easy fix. Hi, if you have kids that go to public school, you should right. make sure that uh, they're getting the education they should have. And that is that education is funded through taxes on purpose. Right. 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 So, right. Let's vote for increases in to taxes. Teacher salaries. <laughs> right. I pay taxes and I don't have kids. Um, right. And, and I don't. I don't personally mind if some of my money being used for kids. I mean, if you don't educate your kids, you end up with a country like the one we have. <laughs> <laughs> you end up with somebody who doesn't know how to give me my change back at the grocery That's store. Right. Oh my god, this is going <laughs> yeah. straight downhill. Did that happen to you at Costco? <laughs> <laughs> no, I made my own change, and it was a shit show. <laughs> do they have self-checkouts at costco now they do so you can they actually do? yeah it's express self-check which is awesome because it used to be you went you stood in a really long line and yeah. maybe you were buying two things i mean sure you're yeah. buying like 10 pounds of toilet paper but whatever right, right? Um, right. now they've got 
little self scanners like in a grocery store and you just go nice. and do it yourself and it's much fa- you can get in and out of Costco in like same time it takes to get in and out of Home Depot. How long did it take you yesterday? Uh I didn't time it and it was nice to be out of the house so mm. Was it packed? Uh, it was pretty busy, yeah. It, yeah. it was pretty busy. Um Costco delivers here, so that's that's what I do. We are. <laughs> How are we talking about Costco? I don't know. It's more interesting. <laughs> well, no, I said talking about sad things well, about it, how students can't get their own. Now the drag is it's supplies. like it's easy to cough up suggestions for how the educational system could be improved or where money could come from. I mean, right. hi, Jeff Bezos. I'm looking at you. You flew up into space, right? You uh, could probably fix it. I think maybe. $4 million would have gone a long way in the United States um, yeah, or wherever in the world. South Dakota. You know? We're, right, exactly. I've heard we're not the only country in the world. And I don't so, know about that. Well, I mean, it's what I've heard. It was on TikTok. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it just, uh, 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 for it all. Yeah, so that's what I've got. And then we can go into the apology unless you have some more details to share. I've got a couple of details about the event. Um, Sweet. So... I'm going to mis- going to mispronounce the word mispronounce, but I am also going to mispronounce this last name, Alexandria Kuyper Cupper. Wow. Um, okay. Thank you. A fifth grade teacher who participated in the event um, told the news, "I think it's really cool when the community offers an opportunity like this for things that educators a lot of times pay out of pocket for." Um, you know, she didn't feel put out. I mean, obviously, was she, she signed teacher? up for. It. She was a teacher. She and was a teacher. She uh, she participated in the event, and so she take that five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, again, I would. Right. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like uh, it, it is it because it does become how it looks, right? So let's imagine that the video had never gone viral and we didn't know yeah. about it. Teachers would have been happy with the money that they got, and maybe a couple of days later, they would have been like. Hey, you know, I kind of feel like that that was maybe a little humiliating or maybe not. Maybe they were like, I got to touch the ice that Joe's Frinker <laughs> skates on. Maybe. I, I guess I didn't read any anything that the teacher said except what you just said. Well, that so was, maybe they felt totally different. That was, Well, so that was the one thing that was reported in the newspaper, right? Okay. And so maybe the other like nine teachers were like, fuck those guys. It was cold. That Can't carpet was so that. ugly. <laughs> it was an ugly carpet. <laughs> but uh you know, yeah, it's it's um it's an unfortunate situation because yeah. it did take internet outrage for people to say and this is the thing. I mean, internet outrage, you know, cool whatever internet outrage. Everybody that tweeted something shitty, donate a dollar to adopt a school or adopt exactly. a classroom, right? That's how I feel too. Put your money where your tweets are. No, don't right. do that. Put your money in this cause. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Adoptaclassroom.org. Adoptaclassroom.org. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Because how great would it be if they paid us? <laughs> to talk about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Being humiliated. Uh, oh, my God. Um, yeah, tough one. 
Tough, tough one. But yeah, okay, cool. So that's all I have. Let's talk about the apology. Oh, okay. Um, so on December 13th, there was a statement from Stampede and from CU Mortgage Direct saying on Saturday, December 11th, the Sioux Falls Stampede in partnership with CU Mortgage Direct hosted their first ever Dash for Cash promotion, probably the last. Uh, they didn't say that. I did. Although our intent was to provide a positive and fun experience for teachers, we can see how it appears to be degrading and insulting toward the participating teachers and the teaching profession as a whole. We deeply regret and apologize to all teachers for any embarrassment this may have caused. The promotion was intended to help raise funds for area teachers in their classrooms. The Stampede received 31 applications and 10 were randomly selected to participate. The 10 teachers participating received over a combined $5,000 and a minimum of $500 each. Each teacher was profiled and introduced prior to the event as we highlighted their school and what the funds would be used for. We take our role in the community seriously and work hard to support area nonprofit groups in a variety of ways. Through the incredible support of our fans and corporate partners, we are able to raise over $200,000 annually for local charities. Together with CU Mortgage Direct, we will pre- be providing an additional $500 to those teachers that participated in the event, as well as providing $500 to the additional 21 applicants that were not able to participate. In total, the Stampede and CU Mortgage Direct will contribute an additional $15,500 to area teachers. I always wonder why they just didn't give them that money in the first place. Like, if you could afford to give them more money, why didn't you just do it? Um, Because I mean, why I would guess, you give more money away if you could? And you have to? Yeah. 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 Okay, so the the statement goes on to say, moving forward, the Stampede and CU Mortgage Direct will continue to support our teachers and will work with the South Dakota Teachers Association on future events that will provide funding for our next generation. CU Mortgage Direct and the Stampede will have no further comment at this time. Ooh, they get to say that they're done talking about it. Good for them. Yeah. 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 Which, you know. Yeah. All right. So as far as an apology goes, there was there was an expression of regret. They said, we deeply regret and apologize. So they get they get a point for that. Um, there was an explanation of what went wrong. Uh, in paragraph one, they said we wanted it to be positive and fun, but we could see how it appeared to be degrading and insulting. Um, sure. There was an acknowledgement of responsibility. They admitted that they did this, that they hosted this event, and that it appeared less uh, fun than they wanted it to be. And um, they didn't really have a declaration of repentance. They didn't really say, we'll never do it again, but they did say, we'll work with the South Dakota Teachers Association on future events. So that's kind of sort of a We want to understand how we could do better. That's how I would interpret that. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, we'll give them a point for that. Um, that's three points so far. Um, there was an offer of repair in paragraph four. They talk about um, we're going to give more money to the teachers that were there and money to the teachers that didn't get to participate. And then um, the last thing I look for was a request for forgiveness, and there was no request for forgiveness. So I give this um, total points seven. Oh, all right. I thought you were going to go lower did based you? on that. Oh, yeah, I did. I was like, based oh, on the God, no request we're going to be far apart on this one because <laughs> I'm giving it an eight. And wow. I'm giving it an high. eight because, yeah, it's, it is high. Uh, I've discovered I, I don't give, I don't really accept apologies and I don't give them <laughs> high marks, really. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I'm giving it an eight and I'm giving it an eight because while it took, it took outrage um, from outsiders to cause people to say, oh, maybe this wasn't a good look, right? The, yeah. 
And it's not always like, oh, what your intention was, but the intention was good. But what I thought was excellent was the repair, right? They stepped uh-huh. right up and said, we're going to give everybody more money. Everybody that was involved, even if they didn't participate, they're going to get yeah. money. This was yeah. all about giving people money. And so we're going to give them even more money. And and we're sorry. And there you go. So I guess it takes money to buy a high rating from me. <laughs> no, but I felt like and, that was a real a expression of, of regret. <laughs> it's a lot of money to me. I, I'll forgive you. 500 bucks? Uh, you're forgiven. all right so 7.5 points for this particular apology which is probably one of the higher ones maybe that we've done i think we tend to be a little bit unforgiving yeah well it's easy to be self-righteous and it's fun absolutely and it and you know there's something comedic and Oh, that would be great. What if we always gave every apology a zero? <laughs> no matter how excellent it was. Like, this apology sucks. Zero points. You shouldn't have fucked up in the first place. <laughs> Welcome to my family. That's right. I know, right? If you hadn't done anything wrong, you wouldn't be here. It would be a thing. We wouldn't be talking about you all the time. <laughs> all right. So do we have a who's sorry now or well, perhaps an apology expected? Actually, I've got something that's a little bit of a tangent, but also related that I want right. to share with you. Right. So this thing of like, oh, we humiliated some people for money. So <laughs> they could have money. Right. Some people yeah. were willing to humiliate them. So I don't know what the teachers were thinking. Right. Maybe they were like, oh, my God, this is so degrading. But money, money, money. I need it for yeah. my kids. Whatever. Um, cool. So. Yeah, it's not just unique to, uh, was it Sioux Falls, South Dakota? Yeah. Yeah, the ice hockey rink. So allow me to introduce you to reality TV and a couple of shows that um, are horrifying in retrospect. Okay. And a couple of them I have not seen, but one of them I did see, and I saw both seasons of it, and I was riveted. (laughs) It was horrifying, and you watched all of it. Oh, yeah, and we're going (laughs) to... We're going to start. Well, let's start with the one that I have in my brain. And I know this was a thing. Right. Okay. And I can't find anything about it on the Internet. And I want to say. Oh, six to eight. Right. Um, And it was the height of my uh, outrage around uh, gay marriage. Right. And, And there was a lot of a lot of talk out there in the world about like why gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married. And I would turn on the TV, which is this thing you watch in your living room, if you don't know about it. And I would see shows where people would compete to marry strangers. Right. Right. And that looks like a real fucking sacred institution to me when you have to jump into a mud wrestling pit to wrestle somebody else so that you can grab a rose so that you can marry some guy wearing a mask you've never seen before. That's a show I just made up, but not too far from the truth. Um, So, so anyway, so there's all that, but I mean, why am I there? I don't know beyond. um, There was a show that I swear was called who wants to marry a midget. What? Yes. And whoever, like there was going to be a million dollar prize, right? Yeah. And the little person, because ladies and gentlemen, I know that that's not a word that we We use. We don't use that word anymore. No. Well, this was like, oh, six, oh, eight, maybe oh, three, right? I swear it was called Mary, Mary a Midget Millionaire. And, okay. And he and it was a male. Uh, not it. He this oh, God. odd. I know. <laughs> Fuck. 
I'm sorry. Um, he was going to win a million dollars for appearing on this show, or his, his okay, his so he was salary be a was a million bucks, right? Okay, and then fine. if he picked you to marry him or whatever, right? Cool. Um, I can't find anything about it on on the internet at all. I think you must have dreamed this. There's something called the littlest groom that maybe was kind of close. So if you it, listeners, if you're sitting there screaming, "That's the littlest groom," I swear to you, it's not. Right. Okay. But whatever with that. Okay. So that's what that's what I was like. Immediately, I went for where is that? Who wants to marry a midget show? Because fuck right. that shit. Right. Um, okay. So there was the Swan, which went from yes. 04 to 05. Awesome. Um, in retrospect, what a sad and awful show. Yeah, right? terrible. Um, I watched every episode. I waited for it to come on. And when it went off the air, I was actually a little mad. Like, wow. I want to see some more of this. And wow. so for those of you who are unaware of what The Swan was, it was a show where they took women who felt um, unfortunate looking and... Yes felt that they needed um, correct physical correction. Yeah. And so the show would give them free plastic surgery. And, and a lot of it. A lot of it, right? They had to go away for like eight weeks to a little hotel room with no mirrors, right? And they would right. have like their noses reconstructed and their ears pinched and they would have their right. headline, their headlines, their foreheads, like hairline right. brought forward Botox, right um, yeah, the yeah. eyes widened um yeah. the, everybody got these da vinci veneers um they were Ugh. such the thing on that show that wow. i'm gonna tell this when james went to get veneers he was like i went to vinci veneers so paid off their advertising um <laughs> he watched the show with you oh yeah oh we oh both watch it we really and and i thought it was great at the yeah. time, right? Because these women would come into the room and I mean, first they set you up with the story, right? Like, um, right. oh, we're gonna we're going to go and knock on this woman's door and let her know that out of all the ugly women that applied, she <laughs> she's been accepted. She was right? the ugliest. You're the yeah. ugliest. Um, <laughs> and then they would show you the life story, right? And the life story always followed this basic similar f format because how different can it be to grow up feeling ugly and having people tell you that you're ugly right. and then to grow into an adult who feels ugly oh, and people sad. tell you that you're ugly, right? Yeah. I mean, awful. And we've all been Jesus. there. I mean, hi, that's called, it's called middle school, right? Speak for yourself. Well, I, for sure, like when I was 12, I thought I was the ugliest thing in the world. Um, but I mean, again, I'm taking this TV show, making it about me. So doesn't matter. Right. Um, and then at the end of the show, after all the cosmetic surgery and after, and this was the thing that was just pure pandering, right? The women also had to go through a decorum class. Oh my God. To learn to be kind and loving and how to sit properly because beauty also comes from the inside. Yeah, sure. Which it, I guess was the main message of this show, but was not it? really. No, no, no. The, the main no. message of the show was beauty is what's most important. So then these women that went through two months of excruciating plastic yeah. surgery, right? Yeah. And, and classes on how to walk and who was William Shakespeare and all that sort of bullshit. Then they would compete in a beauty contest. Wow. And the winner of the beauty contest would get like a lot of money or whatever, right? Yeah. And so 
cool. And season one, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> and they're all beautiful, but she's the most pretty. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And then season two, more of the same. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I'm like, holy fuck balls. How? Whoa. I like, would I watch that show? Like, I didn't watch Honey Boo Boo. Right. Because, you know, uh, um, the, it, one of those shows that makes you feel better about yourself. And I, I don't maybe really that know was what that show is about. I, okay. Yeah. It, it's about everything you might think it was. So, all right, I cool. I think I saw an episode of The Swan, and I think I was horrified. And I was just looking at these women, and they all sort of looked the same at the end. They all were very similar. Like, the 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 beauty goal was obviously the same for all of them. Like, you know, what they're yeah. trying to attain. The same sort of nose, the same sort of face, the same sort of body. And uh, they all had different color hair, maybe. But there were a lot of blondes. I'm going to say um, they all went to the same dentist and they all went to the same plastic surgeon, you know, yeah, and eventually yeah. whatever a surgeon develops one nose that he dishes he out. Yeah. But whatever. All right. So, so that was one show where people willingly humiliated themselves and, right. you know, would these women say they feel humiliated? I don't know if there are any lawsuits that ever followed that. Um, but then here's a show. Uh, there's something about Miriam, which was a show in the UK on Sky TV, which I don't, I mean, it's Sky TV is as big as ABC or CBS, okay. right? Um, 2004, get ready for it. The whole premise of the show is six men believe they were on a dating show um, to win the affection of a woman until at the end of the show, the winner discovered that the woman that he had been wooing was transgendered. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And so um, that is just like uh, wrong on every level. That's really scary. It's I mean, because they're setting up that poor woman to to be beaten up. Well, uh, and possibly killed. And the by premise these crazy is men. there's nothing worse than a transgendered woman uh, as is a it? love interest. Right. Oh, my God. Because, uh, you know, the the producers weren't expecting a, a response. Happy. Yeah, exactly. Of like, she's great and I love her anyway. I mean, that would have been wonderful. Right. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. that's not what was going to happen, particularly in 04. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So uh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Aired in the States, wow. too. Australia. Did it? Yep. Uh, it aired on on Fox, but they've got some reality channel. I wonder how that woman is today. Uh, there's a po- hi. There's a podcast <laughs> where they follow up with her, and uh, don't know, but uh, people were also not a fan of her, and uh, oh. people within the transgender community were not a fan of her, oh. um, and more like uh, she was attentious. I don't know. I haven't seen the show, so I don't want to. I yeah. really shouldn't be repeating negative things that other people said about a person when I don't really have an opinion about it. But I mean, the premise yeah. of the show is beyond disturbing and humiliating not for the heterosexual cisgendered white male right, right, right. on the show uh but for me as as a as a viewer like right wow and did i they, did they tell the viewers that she was transgender or was it a big surprise at the end don't know don't huh. know i'm gonna look that up and maybe listen to that podcast i i'm gonna look for that podcast and then uh another show boy meets boy which aired on Bravo TV in 2003. And as our listeners are probably putting together, the early 2000s were 
a problematic time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't know. We didn't know. Okay. So boy meets boy. Uh, long. It was kind of a gay bachelor, right? Except okay. half of the contestants were straight men. What? Yeah. And so they were straight men pretending to be gay. Oh. Uh. That's known in the business gay bait. And, uh. and the idea was if the gay guy fell in love because he's just on a dating show. That's the whole know. setup. He has no idea. Oh, my God. He thinks everybody's gay, right? Oh, my God. Like, gosh, you know a lot about football. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing the stereotype because it's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, cool. So he thinks he's dating like on a TV show with a lot of uh, gay guys. Cool. And I'm going to find somebody I'm going to fall in love. And if he falls in love with a gay guy, then he gets money. And if he falls in love with the straight guy, air quotes around falls in love, because you can't do that on TV, everyone. Sorry. Um, If he falls in love with a straight guy, the straight guy wins. The gay guy gets nothing. And the straight guy gets the money. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's horrible. Yes. It's horrible. And also it's available on YouTube. Um, Did you watch it? No. Oh, no. Because I just found out about it like 20 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't oh, watch it and I couldn't dude. watch it. Well, it, it's all of that. It's, I mean, aside from, you know, that poor guy, right? It's also just the whole, like, the homophobia of it. Like, sure, yeah, it's nice that we found some straight guys who are willing to, like, have a gay guy hold their hand or Whatever. kiss him on the cheek, right? Um, but, yeah, it's that whole, like, we're going to test if a gay person is, you know, able to... Sniff out a straight man? Oh, I can't believe I just put that sentence together. <laughs> but all right. So, um, uh, yeah. I hope he won the money. I hope the gay guy won the money. I don't know how it ended. Um, I but don't know. I, I can we'll tell you out. this they're not still together, however it ended. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I wonder if anybody on any of those shows is still together. Anyone, a single one. Oh, I, I mean, I doubt it. It's, in real life, it's hard enough when people are like, I love you forever. Forever's really about two years. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like forever. <laughs> Absolutely. So it counts. Wow. That was good. Those were good. Uh, who's sorry now? So, so what are they sorry for? They're just sorry for existing in general? Oh, they're not, they're not who's sorry now. That was add oh. on to the teacher's thing. Like, oh, the teachers were humiliated, but they, it wasn't the intention to humiliate the teachers. Oh. And they willingly participate in this. So also other reality team. Well, this this wasn't a reality TV show, but you get my point. It's like yeah. um, things that people have done that were really kind them. of humiliating. Um, wow, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Good stories. Yes. Do you have a who's sorry now? I do. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's sorry now? Um, I had an English teacher in the eighth grade that. What was her name? Uh, well, I don't want to do that. Oh, but I want to know if I had her too. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't. Did you? Did you go to? Um, was it? I can't remember the name of the oh, middle no, school. I was in. I was not in eighth grade with you. I was in ninth, whatever, tenth grade with you. So. So our middle school and our high school were adjoined. Yeah. They were in the yeah. same building, but there was yeah. a big gate down the one hallway that yeah. went from middle school to into the high school. And the gate right. was always closed because they didn't want middle school kids mixing with the high schoolers, right? Right. How, how dare they? And, well, more like, oh, those poor middle kid schools. we got to save them because their lunch money will get stolen, right? Because <laughs> high school is this big, scary place. 
And that hallway was dark and I did not want to go to high school, right? Because Aww. all of the big scary that's behind the chain link fence, you're not allowed to go there and those kids are wow. mean and yeah, uh -huh. it, was, it was scary. It was just, it, seventh grade was like, oh, I don't want to graduate. <laughs> I'm really stupid. I don't remember anything, which is kind of true still. But um, <laughs> so I got into the big scary high school in the eighth grade, which is a little too young to be putting kids into high school, right? Uh -huh. I, but whatever. And so in my eighth grade English, high school English class, right, um, mm -hmm. was taught by a teacher and it was her first year teaching, right? And she was somebody's mom. And I liked her a lot and I loved yeah. her class. And okay. she she was an excellent teacher. Um, well, yeah, and I won't, won't do the name. So, all right, okay. cool. Um, and I really did. And she influenced the way that she taught me how to think critically cool. right cool so really cool um and uh whatever first year teaching we hadn't had any homework we hadn't had any assignments it was read you know and then come to class and talk so it was like a book uh -huh. club who didn't love it right yeah. really awesome she was teaching it like a college course to eighth graders how old are you in uh -huh. the eighth grade i don't know 13 12? me either right yeah it kind of feels like math it's involved somehow 13 yeah yeah could be um i couldn't drink I know that. That's how I divide right. my life, right? Right. Um, so cool. We had a we had an assignment on writing an essay on a Shakespearean play. Yeah. Yep. Um, mine was Julius Caesar. Cool. Yes. Um, and I got a fifty-five on oh, it. Oh no. Yeah, and that was that was my grade for that semester was a fifty-five because wow. there was one wow. grade. Because college-level course for eighth Jesus. graders. So wow. she called my mother. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's for a parent-teacher-child conference. Um, I was not in the room. And, right. And um, they had a conversation about how my grade was so bad, right? And my mother yeah. was like, uh, yeah, he loves English. He loves your class. I don't know why he's not performing. Yeah, happened? Yeah. Well— I wasn't performing because I hadn't pulled out all the metaphors that were, I'm in the eighth fucking grade. Do you think I know right. what a metaphor is? So I'm going to say, although I did think she was a marvelous teacher and, and I liked her a lot. And there was a lot of inspiration, right? And I get it was her first year. Um, I would like an apology for that 55 that necessitated a parent-teacher conference because there should have been a few more grades. I think so too, especially for an eighth grader. Well, and, that's crazy. And also, that's too much. Really, I didn't pull out all the metal. I can't even say Were the word. Were you supposed to not use metaphors? No. What's wrong with metaphors? No, no. I didn't. I didn't um, identify all of the metaphors How present could you in the play. Possibly do that in a Shakespeare play at the eighth grade. Thank you. Oh my god. Which is that's why crazy. I went into Shakespearean studies. Air quotes around that because you know. I had two courses, but that was my thesis work. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so that's that's who owes me an apology um, for that. But I get it was your first year teaching, and I'd like to see some of the grades of the other students. Absolutely. I'd like to read some of those fucking papers too, because I know who got the A. Your who? son who went to Yale. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. He got an A in her class. I got a fifty-five. I went to a public. Oh my university. God, that sounds terrible. That's yeah. you shouldn't be teaching your kids. 
is my opinion. Yeah. So. But anyway, oh, well. yes. How about you? She's sorry, I'm sure. Um, well, I have an apology expected. I, I like to do apology expected, I guess, because that's all I've been doing for the past um it's new weeks. it's fine <laughs> so um this is not related to teaching in any way as far as i can tell um but three women have come forward alleging sexual assault by actor chris noth or noth i don't know how you pronounce north it. n-o-t-h it's not north no it's not north holy fuck all <laughs> i am just learning that okay I thought it was North. I was like, it's no, North. He was North. on Law and Order, and then he was on Sex in the City. And a woman called Lily says that he assaulted her in New York City in 2015 when she was working as a server in a nightclub. Uh, another woman called Zoe told The Hollywood Reporter that he assaulted her in Los Angeles in 2004 when she was 22, working at a high-profile firm that did business with Chris Noth or Noth. Um, in both cases, The Hollywood Reporter talked to personal and professional acquaintances who backed up parts of their stories. And a third woman later came forward saying she was sexually assaulted by Chris Noth while working as a hostess and lounge singer at a Midtown Manhattan restaurant in 2010. So he said um, to The Hollywood Reporter, the accusations against me made by individuals I met years, even decades ago, are categorically false. These stories could have been from 30 years ago or 30 days ago. No always means no. That is a line I did not cross. The encounters were consensual. It's difficult not to question the timing of these stories coming out. I don't know for certain why they are surfacing now, but I do know this. I did not assault these women. Could you have written a worse statement? Well, I mean... Except um, to say they're sluts and they threw themselves at yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, that might have I been mean, worse. There's, there's that, but, but um, I mean, I I like that. God, all right. I like that he said no means no. Right. Right. Now, whether he didn't mean whether it. he honors that is a whole other thing, right. Right? right? But I mean, he's aware that there's this thing about no means no. Right. Um, so cool. I will say that I read an article uh, that was a an interview with. The last woman that you just mentioned, who was yeah. the 18-year-old who worked as a hostess in a um, restaurant slash bar in yeah. Manhattan, and yeah. her job was to stand out on the sidewalk and get people yeah, to come inside sing. and fill it up. And then if she got enough people inside, she got to sing, right? And she right. wanted to be an actress and, and a performer. And I I mean, acting's a ruthless, horrible industry, yeah. and you have to debase yourself on a Minute to minute basis, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah, go out on the street and see if you can get enough people in here to watch you perform. Well, yeah, that's hard. And when uh, Chris, not North, yeah. spent a lot of time uh, in the in the restaurant paying attention to her, and he was famous at the time, that was exciting for her. Sure. Um, and then I didn't finish it because I, I don't remember if I got busy or if I was like, oh, I don't want to know this. Not, yeah. I'm not like, oh, my God, I love Mr. Big. He can't do anything wrong person. Right. Right. I always thought he was creepy. He just seems creepy to me. But that could be the character he's playing on Sex and the City. I didn't watch Law and Order, so I don't know what he was like there. Um, I, I'm me either. Don't know. Yeah. And I was never a Mr. Big fan. Um, yeah. It was like, Harry, come on. We've dated so many guys like this. We know it's not going to end well. Oh, uh, Right. Right. And then did you read the article about could Carrie have saved Mr. Big's life? No, but I read a lot of talk about it. Yeah. I, so. I, I saw a lot of TikToks with doctors talking about it. Yeah, she could have. So basically yeah, totally. she murdered him. She killed him. <laughs> 
And I guess she got some money out of it, right? So didn't he have money to leave? I mean, he left his ex-wife money, right? So um, he must have had more money to leave Carrie. That's like a whole thing in the show, which I'm not, I watched one episode of and I shared with you, I was horrified. Maybe I watched two episodes. I was horrified (laughs) because it's like, they take, first of all, they really on purpose make Carrie look like a million years old. old. So old. It's like, how? She looks like she's in her 80s and I know she's only in her 60s. I, I didn't yeah. even know she was that old um, and so cool. But also I am the type of person that's like, it's really not about how somebody looks. So while I can yeah. acknowledge that that camera angle is unflattering and reviews yeah, it yeah. 33,000 times in this episode. So clearly yeah. we're emphasizing her looks yeah. being less than beautiful or young or whatever. Cool. Great. Yeah. What I took exception to was that I'm supposed to believe you take three very wealthy, very liberal women from the middle of Manhattan and then right. you put them in front of non-binary people or you and put them in front of out. people of race and all of a sudden they like dripping all Kansas. over themselves. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from 1950. What do you mean you don't have a gender? You got to pick one. Right. It, like, like yeah. It's just that. Um, and then as a professional podcaster, I take exception to the fact that Carrie Bradshaw is now a professional podcaster and influencer. Oh, she's yeah. not. Yeah. Ca- Carrie, listen, you had your moment in the sun. Sit down. Yeah. It's my time to with shine. your money that you got from your husband who you killed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, God. not a fan. All right. Well, that's it for me. That's it for me. All right. Happy, happy new year, everybody. Uh, yeah, because I'm not looking at a calendar, but it's either coming or it's happened. I hope you had one. I hope you have one. I hope 2022 brings you everything you deserve. I hope 2020. Oh, I was, that's bad. Because my joke was going to be, I hope 2020 brings you everything you deserve. But yeah, that was a bad year, right? <laughs> it's just it's never ended. It's still kind of 2020 somehow. It feels like it. It really and does. COVID and blah, blah. we missed out on like two years of our lives. But anyway, on that note, um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> We love you, if nothing else. You haven't missed out on our love. That's right. (laughs) Happy New Year. Bye. Listening to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at apologiesaccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted and on Instagram at Apologies.accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted and fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>